Hallelujah. And if you're watching online, please grab your Bible, grab a pen and paper. You know, we always tell our congregations that when that when we preach or teach, that God can deposit a word. He can He can put something in your spirit. That that you know, when you hear, you know, faith comes by hearing. So we know that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So when you hear the word of God preached, God can deposit a word in your spirit. He can He can put something in your spirit that can completely change your circumstance or your situation. And so even if you're, you know, watching online, get a piece of paper. I, I you know, I, you know, I've learned this over the years now, five, seven, ten years of, of just going to meetings and being meeting, watching people online, listening to the preaching of the word. I keep a pen and paper. I keep my phone handy because, you know, I know that God is speaking. Amen. And, you know, in this week, as I was laying in bed, I, I, I was listening. You know, this was probably Monday and I, I studied quite a bit this week. To, to get into the Word of God, to know that the very hour in which we're leaving it, so we can we can come and preach with boldness. We can come and declare the Word of the Lord to, to God's people. But I, you know, I even even as I was there, I had this deep impression on my spirit. And what I heard from God was, God said, "I'm speaking in this hour. I'm speaking in this hour." You know, people are asking, "Where's God? Where's God in this?" God is speaking in this hour. During a pandemic, during any crisis, worldwide crisis, God is speaking in this hour. And I'm sure that even the Jews in Germany, when, when the war was going on, and, and, and they, were being, they were being shifted all over the world, I'm sure people were saying, where's God? Where's God? Where's... God is always speaking. The church hasn't been removed yet. The church is still here. So God is speaking to His people. He's still enabling His people to do more now than ever before. It's not a time to shrink back. It's a time to take a look at what God is doing and saying, Hey, I'm going to be a part of this. I see myself as a part of this. I don't see myself saying, I, I, I can't be a part of this. And when we all come out of our homes in two or three weeks, four weeks, and we, 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 we focus on what God is doing, we say, Hey, we're going to see the kingdom of God advance. Amen. We're going to see, we're going to see more you know, as the outcome of this than ever before. Pray for the church. Pray for pastors. Pray for the leaders of the church in this hour. Pray for the mighty men of God. And I publicly want to thank Dr. Rodney Howard Brown. I, you know, I just feel my spirit to do that. And this past week, I want to publicly thank him. You know, as, as a pastor. You know, for, uh, you know, for standing up for, for our, our First Amendment right. I want to thank him publicly. And I'm grateful. Grateful for that. Amen. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 1. It says, are you with me? Amen. I, I, I got, are you with me? Amen. Can I get an amen online? Let me know you're out there. Amen. Let me know that you're watching. I preach like I've got a congregation of like 600 people here today. But you know what? We will. Amen. We will have a congregation of 600 people. Amen. We will have that. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 1. It says, my child, never forget these things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this. You will live many years, and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them down within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. Praise God. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. That you, <laughs> then you, will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Father, I pray, even today, I pray, anoint my words. Father, I pray that even as this word comes out, Father, 
That Lord, people people have an understanding that they need. You know, this is the time to turn towards you. This is the time to see the real Jesus. That not 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 some fallacy of, of of believing in God or one day I think I'll believe in God. But let people connect to the heart of the Father. Let people. You know, see salvation as their as their means and as their as their ways of, of of turning back to you, Lord. Father, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for the wisdom of the Word of God, Lord, that you give each and every one of us the Word of God as a weapon. And Lord, may we use these weapons in this hour to defeat the enemy and to defeat the enemies that stand against the kingdom of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 You know this. Uh, this passage is it's very interesting because I heard another pastor preach on this week this week but you know there's been two passages uh, you know Proverbs 4 I, I, I taught on that I think it was last week when I was talking about um, I, w- I was preaching and I was talking about uh, David and hit the battle against Goliath but but I, I, I know that there's something right now that that people need to hear is that there is a real living God and people need to trust God. God is the number one source that people need to trust right now. Because, uh, you know, what you see is you see everybody running to to this direction and that direction looking for more information. And I'm going to tell you that that if we trust God, if if we trust God, you know, lean not on your own understanding, but trust God. And, you know, it's a really powerful... The the thought in my mind is like, it it just blows me up. This week it was just like, you know, i got to trust God. In everything that I do, everything that I become, when I answer the call to to be a missionary, I trusted God. Now that I'm not in the mission still, doesn't mean that I trust trust God any less. It means that I still continue to trust God. Those that are answering the call, even now to be here, to be in missions, you're trusting God. Amen? You, you, you trust God. No matter what, you trust God. You know, when I, my kids were little, you know, I, I, I could remember both, both you know, all three of my kids at different times where, where you're developing and you're working with your kids on trust. And one time we were at a campground and, and Gracia was learning how to ride a bike. And, uh, you know, what I had done the night she had went to bed, I went out and took the training wheels off the bike because I felt like it was time for her to ride the bike. It was, it was time for her to ride the bike. And because she was she was actually juggling the bike on three wheels, because she would like you know she would be riding a lot of times she would she would ride and none of the wheels would even touch, but she needed that safety net of having that other wheel touch. That's, that's what she needed. And so you know and so we were working on this thing over time, and it was like and it, you know we're just we're building trust, we're building trust, and you know and, and and finally that one day I got up and I took the training wheel off, and Gracia she jumped on her bike. And she just took off. She just took off on her bike. And she went down. She turned around. And she looked. And she was like, where's my training wheel? My training wheel's gone. And she, she, I remember her coming back down the road pushing her bike. She wouldn't get back on her bike and ride the bike. She actually, she actually, she's looking at me funny now. You fell. Oh, you fell. You fell on the bike. Okay, you got to scratch your knee. Anyway, so my daughter's, my daughter's live with me in the service, if, if you need to know. So anyway, she fell. She wrecked her bike. But, but. You know, in the story, you know, it was like in this story, one of the things that we were we were doing was we were working at building trust. And you know, and I remember Zephan. When Zephan was little, Zephan loved the water. He loved the water. He would stand in a baby pool at the edge of a baby pool and jump. I mean like like not like not like a cannonball. He would do a belly smacker into the baby pool. 
And I mean, he was just he would he would just throw his hands out and he would jump into the baby pool like that. And then he graduated and he went to the other pool and Zephan really didn't know how to swim. You know, mom and dad were in the pool, but see, you know, it was like, hey, mom and dad's there. I, I'm going to jump. I'm going to jump. And I, I want to say that even, even in Christianity, it's, it's kind of like the same thing. We can't step back and quit and quit not trusting God. Just when something begins to happen or, or something begins to shake our faith, we can't quit believing God. We have to keep trusting in God. You know, the, the one thing about Joshua, and let's go to Joshua chapter 1. It's, it's very important to see this. You know, God, I want you to understand that there is a, there is a, God has proven Himself to be God. He doesn't change. The Bible says that God doesn't change. So God has proven Himself to be God. You know, people say, you know, God's in control. God's this, God's that. Again, understand that God is sovereign. You know, you, you know there have been pandemics over, over many, many years. And so understand that God is sovereign. God doesn't change. And I want to tell you that God has a proven track record with His people. Amen. He has a proven track record with His people. That, you know, God, God he, you know, he has not, He's not leaving us or forsaking us right now. And somebody needs to hear that today because a lot of people are like, where's God? Where's God? God's not leaving you. God's not forsaking you. God is still here. You know why I know God is still here? Because the church is still here. Amen. The church, the living church, the, the church is still here. And people are getting saved every day. God is still here. You know, let's look at let's look at Joshua real quick here. Hallelujah. That's right. Hmm. Joshua chapter one, and I just want to—I want to pick back up. Verse five. And this is what this is what God says to Joshua. He says, "No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life, just as I was with Moses. So I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you." See, this is what God is saying. I will not leave you, nor will I forsake you. So I want to tell you today is that, you know, we have to have a resilience. We have to have a faith. We have to trust God. You know, even in the scripture in Proverbs where it says not to lean on your own understanding. You know, if I go to lean on my own understanding, a lot of times that's where I waver. Do you understand that? Because... You, 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 when you begin to lean on uh, uh, the, your, your own understanding, see, you're oftentimes you, you're dealing with flesh, yeah. and flesh is real. Right. You you walk into Walmart and you see you see everybody in mass and everybody's like this running from you. You know, it, it, you know that's that's what we're living in right now. We're li we're living in a type of fear. Yeah. See, God is not the author of fear. You know, the Bible talks about fearing the Lord. Is the fear of the Lord, that's the beginning of wisdom. There's a healthy fear in the Lord. Yeah. I fear God. Yeah. I fear God. I fear, I feel, I, I, I fear, you know, the aspect of people not getting saved in that, in that judgment, that final judgment that could come upon them. I, I fear that. Amen. And that fear is a healthy fear and it calls people to repentance and it brings people back to a place where they can give their hearts to God and be right with God, even in this kind of an hour. Amen. Amen. <laughs> 
But I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous. This is what he told Joshua. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. What does that look like today? You know, I, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to take a few things. Being strong and being courageous doesn't mean that we have to bow down to the way the world does things. We don't have to bow. We don't have to bow down to 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 to, to a world system. You know, and I think about what Paul was saying a lot of times. You know, Paul, you know, he, he, he called himself an apostle. He, he, he recognized himself as an apostle to the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, he had a different citizenship. And, I, and I'm going to tell every believer, you know, I'm, I'm, thank, I'm a U.S. citizen. I'm thankful for the United States of America. Amen. I'm thankful for this great nation. But I have another citizenship. I, I, I have another citizenship. I'm a born-again believer. I'm a born-again Christian. I believe God and I believe the Word of God. And I put my trust in God. Our currency even says, trust God. Grab out a dollar bill. Grab, grab, trust God. In God what we trust. So you know what? I'm going to tell you that in this hour, this is no time not to trust God. You have to continue to trust God. I trust God for our provision. I trust God for, for the health of my family. I trust God for, for the church in this hour. I, you know, I, I trust that the church is going to advance. Amen? And you know, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So I continue to speak that. The Lord showed me that this week. You know, don't speak death. And for a month now, I have said that to this body. I have said that to the people. Don't speak death. Don't come against pastors. Don't come against churches. Don't speak death. You speak life. Because when this is over, we advance. Amen. We take new ground. We take new territory for the kingdom. Just as Joshua did. Be bold and be courageous. Amen. Be bold and be courageous. You know, but, you know and, and I think about this. You know, you think about this scripture, Proverbs 3. Store my commands in your heart. See, he had a command from God. Joshua had a command. Go, go take the land. Go take the land. I command you, go. You, you, this is your ground. This is the ground in which I've given you. Go take the ground. Go be, be bold and be courageous. Go take the ground. You know, Proverbs 4.23, and I quoted this scripture you know, last week, and it says, above else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from your heart. Man, what a reminder. Keep your mouth from perversity. Keep corrupt talk from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your great gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet. And be steadfast in all your ways. And you know, and you, and you look, I look at the scripture in Proverbs 3. Man, it's never, never, never let loyalty and kindness lead you. Never let the fruit of the Spirit leave you. Never, never, never let what God's already stirred up in you leave you. You know, never, never, never not show acts of kindness. Never, you know, never think that, you know, I need more toilet paper. Is, is this one more, one more roll? If I could only have one more roll of toilet paper, my life would be better. Because that's how some people think right now. If I only had one more roll of toilet paper... I mean, you know, I'm just going to wait it out because I think toilet paper is going to be on a real good discount here in about another three, four weeks. Amen. I just have every roadside toilet paper. I, you know, we should just give it away. You know, amen. We should just give it away. But, you know, do you understand that it's like you don't have to fear. You don't have to be afraid. 
You trust God. You, in, in all things, you trust God. And you trust the people that you know that God's put in your life. That they're going to pray for you. That they're going to be, be there for you. Amen? Those people aren't going to shrink back. They're going to be... be you know, God will give you people, I promise, that you can trust. Open your eyes and look around. God will give you... He will give you people that you can trust. You know... Loyalty and kindness. Never, never let it lead you. Tie them around the, around your neck as a reminder. You know, that's like the fruits of the Spirit. You know, love, gentleness, kindness. You know, all, all those, tie those things around your neck. Don't shrink back. Trust God. Trust God. Amen. You, you don't quit being a Christian because of a pandemic or because of a crime. You don't quit doing that. You continue to, to be a Christian. You, you continue to show the love of God to people. You continue to give them truth. Because, see, that's what people need now. More than ever, they need truth. Amen? Amen. They, don't need, they don't need my judgments. They don't need my hardness. They need love. They need truth. They need to know how to get to heaven. They need to know that they can be saved. And, you know, even if you're watching this broadcast today, by the end of the service today, you can be saved. You can give your heart to Jesus Christ. You know, we're going to give you that opportunity to, to, today. To give your heart to Jesus Christ. Maybe you've wandered away from Him. Maybe maybe something's happened. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're not completely right where you're at with God. Maybe sin has entered in. We're going to give you an opportunity to repent and get right with God. This is no time not to be right with God. This is no time not to be right with God. You know, let me, let me touch base on this because you know it's it's important that that we that people can lean on their own understanding. They can, they, can, they can see everything and watch everything. And, I, and I'm telling you, like, you know, everybody knows. And if you say this, it's like, you know, if you, you know what you allow into your mind, what you allow into your heart, you know, a, a lot of times is, is what you become. And you, and you see that. You see that rampant in our society today because every other article right now, even through the news, is, is this or it's that and, and death. And we don't see a lot of the good. We don't see a lot of the good, the nurses and the doctors that are showing up at work and, 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 you know, and, and, and they're beating this thing. We don't see that. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful that we have women and men on the front lines. I've seen pictures of women and nurses and doctors gathered together in prayer. Yeah. Psalms 23 on the backs of their jackets. I've seen that stuff. I've seen people that are putting their trust in God. You know, and that's the thing. That's the church. We put our trust in God. You know, for those frontline workers, we pray every day for them. You know, for pastors that are on the front lines, we pray for them every day. We, we pray for the church every day. The church is essential. We pray for the church every day. The church will, you know, the, the church always needs to be open to have an answer. Yeah. To have an answer, to give an answer to people. Hallelujah. And I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for the establishment of the church. Yeah, amen. God is good. Amen. You know, you know, the thing about understanding is that we're, we're very limited in our own understanding sometimes. And, you know, I think about James, you know, James 1.5. It says that if you lack wisdom, you should ask. And if you ask my wife this week, even as we prayed a couple different times, the one, things I, the one thing I'm praying about, Lord, give me wisdom. Lord, you know, give me, give me heavenly wisdom right now. Give me the wisdom from above. Give me godly wisdom. You know, not, not, some, not, not some thought. Not just having some form of knowledge. See, there's a lot of knowledge in the world. 
There's 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 a lot of knowledge about what you know even, you know even today even as I was coming down here my my foot flashed open and the next thing I said well there's there's another wave coming in the fall no 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 death and life are in the pro- no I, that, you know that's the thing you know we have to make a we have to be in a place where we take a stand no. I'm not thinking about another way. I'm thinking about summer vacation, amen? Yeah. I'm thinking about being able to go to the lake and jump in the lake. And, and if I bump into somebody, it's not going to be a big deal. Yeah. And somebody's not going to tackle me or, or, or shoot me or cuss me out, you know? See, we've got to trust God. I've I got to bring this message back to everything that I'm talking about today. You have to trust God. Above all else, you have to trust God. Lean not on your own understanding. Amen. Lean not on you. Trust God. Trust what the Word says. If you don't believe me today, trust what the Word of God says. Yeah. Trust what the Word of God says. Let's look at that, script, that part of the Scripture. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean, do not depend or lean on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do. So what is the will of God? Is the will of God for you to be sick? No. The will of God for, it is not for you to be, be sick. Is the will of God for you to go to hell? No, that's not the will of God. The will of God is that you, you repent and that you get saved and that you make heaven. That's the will of God. The will of God is not that you be sick. Do people get sick? Yes, then we pray. See, God gives us an order about things and how we do things. Have I been sick? Yes, I've been sick. What did I do? I prayed. I got, I got alone with God. I, I, I pray and I believe for my healing. Amen. I, I believe God that my body, my physical body, was going to be healed. I'm not, you know, hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying that this isn't real, that things don't come against people. I'm just letting people know that above all else, you've got to trust God. Amen. And it's not just in a pandemic that you have to trust God. 9-11, when 9-11 happened and the buildings collapsed, guess what? Churches were full. People ran and they flocked to the house of God. And you know, and, and you, you've seen that waver. But I, it's been in my heart even this week as I prayed about this and I thought about it. I don't think that, I think people got saved tonight and I think people stuck. And see, we don't want to talk about that. And that's been my prayer this week. That after this is over, guess what? It sticks. It sticks. That's my prayer right now. Not, not, not that things, well, things are going to, no, not that things are going to get worse. Things, are, things will get better with, with the church. Things will get better with the Lord. And, you know, that's what I believe. And I stand on the side of the Lord for this because I believe that in, that, that in this time, we will, see, we will see a great revival. That we will see a great revival of men and women in the church advancing in this hour. We will see that before the return of Christ. You know, Solomon, who wrote this book, you know, it's, it's fascinating because, you know, Solomon sacrificed a thousand burnt offerings before the Lord. And the Lord said, what, what do you want? What do you want? Because you, you got my attention. A thousand burnt offerings, you got my attention. And people say, you know, I just want to tell you, there are some offerings that get God's attention. A thousand burnt offerings got God's attention. He said, what do you want? He said, I want wisdom. I want wisdom. I want wisdom. And see, that's why, that's why I pray for wisdom. I want wisdom. I don't want to think that I don't want to lean on my own understanding. I don't want to lean on the knowledge of what even man is saying right now. I want God's wisdom. 
And I tell you, that, that, dear children, God, God wants you to ask. And see, this is one of the bigger problems. We don't think we don't think God here. God wants you to ask. We hit a miss because we don't ask. A lot of times we just don't get from God because we don't go to God and ask for anything. And see, that's as a church, we've got to learn to ask God. That in this hour, it's a time to ask. It's a time to plead with God. It's a time to get into your prayer closet. It's time to corporately pray as a, as a body of Christ and get to a place where you know what? You can begin to get some answers. I'm tell, I promise you, God is speaking. The, the Word of God is, I, I'm telling you, is very alive and it's very active right now. The Word of God is alive and active because it's in believers. His plan was a foolproof plan. you got to understand that when Jesus Christ ascended and He went back to heaven and He said, wait on this promise. He was talking about the Holy Spirit. I'm going to endue you with power. I'm going to put something in you. I'm going to give you something, and it's 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 going to be like you know it's going to be like a jumper cables to a, a car jumping. It's going to jump you, and it's the power of God. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the power of God that dwells inside of you. And I'm telling you, you know, it's real. It's real, and this we need to be we need to be awoken to this power. That it's real, that it's alive, that it's in each and every one of us. Solomon, you know, he asked for wisdom. You know, when he asked for wisdom, he got wealth. I'll give you this too. And then he goes on, he goes on to write, you know, he goes on to write, you know, Proverbs, which is great. It's it's, it's such a fascinating. You know, Proverbs are so fascinating. But then you see what happens with Solomon. He he kind of he comes out of the wisdom and he starts leaning on his own knowledge, his own understanding. And guess what happens? He finds himself in sin. He starts he starts bringing women in from other other countries. And you know what happened? You know God he was still wise. You can you can read Ecclesiastes and still see the wisdom, the wisdom of God coming out of his mouth. It, it's it's very fascinating. And you know, when, when you align yourself with wicked things, it produces wicked things. And that's what was going on with Solomon after, after he allowed deceit and sin to come into his heart. It's why we, it's why we talk about sin. It's why we preach that it, you, you've got to come out of sin. You've got to say no. You've got to say no to sin. I mean, we, we, you know, and that's the thing. It's not, people need to hear that you need to come out of sin. That you don't need to live in sin. It's the grace of God. We're under that period of time where there's the grace of God. We don't have to have a sacrifice once a year. You can repent today and get right with Jesus Christ. You can give your heart to God today. And if you're watching online, you can give your heart to God today. Please hear me. I compel you. Please hear me. You can be saved. You can make heaven. You can make heaven. You know, I never, I never want us to be a church that we that we don't share this good news. That's right. That we don't, we don't preach this truth. Yeah. I mean, there, there are a lot of things I love. The keys, things that God gives us. The, 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 the you know, the commandments. The, 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 you know, this covenant that we have with God. But above else, it's that we're saved. And I, and I tell you that once, once you're saved, I'm going to tell you this: you can trust God. Right. Men may fail you. People may fail you. That's a reality in life. Don't allow offense to ever be a, a bitter root inside of you when people people fail you. And don't don't see people as 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 a god. And that's one of the mistakes that people will make. They'll, they'll see they'll see they'll see that well that person 
They're a Christian. But they've hurt me. They, they've done this. Don't, don't, don't see that as God. Because it's very dangerous. Because what happens is, you know, is, is, can, you know just a lot of things will, will come into your life. Hurt, unforgiveness, bitterness. I know I'm covering some stuff today. Man, I feel like people need to hear this. That, that, you know, that, that people need to understand that when these things come in, it will take you away from God. You've got to trust God. You've got to, above all else, you've got to trust God with everything you have. Nothing's mine. I don't own anything. God, you know, you know, I, I have possessions. I have things in me. But I got God. He, my, my life is marked for God. My life is marked for God. You know, I don't know if Kayla got back to me. I just felt even as I was even as I was in worship today, it's like, you know, buy buy Kayla and, and her her nurse nurses pizza. You know, when they go back on shift, can you, I don't even know that you can have pizza delivered to the hospital. But I'm like, I want to bless people. I, that, that in this hour, it's not it's not for me to hoard and back up and say, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on my toilet paper rolls. <laughs> Just I need more toilet paper. I, I you know no, I I want to be a blessing to people. I don't know, but you know we should bless hospitals. We should bless these people. Amen. These people are right they're, they're they're right on the front lines. We pray for those people. Now that's why the church is essential. It's because there's power in prayer. We're not very big. We're we're a small congregation. We, we meet the aspects of everything in social distancing really quick right now. But we're, but we're, we're mighty in prayer. Amen? Yeah. We're mighty in strength in prayer. Yeah. And we believe God. And we trust God. That's why I, I, I believe that this is getting to... I trust God. I believe that there's going to be a great revival. I trust God. Amen? I trust God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's flip over to Acts chapter 9 real quick. God is speaking. I'm telling you, God is speaking. You know, I, I think sometimes it's like, you know, we see, you, you see figures or you see characters in the Bible, and I felt like a little quick at me around this already. You see, you see mighty, mighty things of faith where, where people operate in faith. They, 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 you know, like, like David. You know, you love the story, David and Goliath. But let, let's look here. Let's look at Acts chapter 9. Let's look at this sort of verse 10. Because there's this guy that's not really mentioned a lot in the Bible. But I'm going to tell you, he operated in faith. He didn't operate in fear. And he believed God and he trusted God. And I'm telling you, that's the thing. We can trust God. Verse 10. It says, Now there was a disciple at Damascus named Ananias. It says, The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight. Hallelujah. And at the house of Judas, look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. For behold, he is praying. And you know, and, and, yeah, okay, sure, I'll do this. And he and he had seen in a vision a man named Ananias come in and lay his hands on him, so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias answered, said, "Lord, and you know this this is true. This is real. This is this is the real thing. This is why it's so important to have a relationship with God. This is why because you can talk to Him this way." You can actually talk to God this way, believe it or not. You can communicate with God this way. Trust God. Hear what I'm saying. Trust God. Now I'll find my place. What verse am I in? Verse 12. I'm using the new Bible. Hallelujah. There it is. Here I am, Lord. 
And the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the sky. And I'm only go further down. But Ananias answered, says, Lord, I have heard from, from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. And here, and here, has authority from the chief's priests to bind all who call upon your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel. He is a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how much he must suffer for the sake of my name. And you know what Ananias did? He went. He went. He went and did what? Because he trusted God. He trusted the voice of God. He believed God. And I've got to tell you, you know, it, it's time for you to believe God. It's time for you to write, you know, that above all things, and above above all things, you trust God. You trust God. Get around people that trust God. It's contagious. If you know, faith is a contagious thing. Faith will make you, you know, uh, you know, faith will it, it, it will move you. It will it will shake you. It will say, I can do this. I can I can take out a giant. Amen. But, you know, I, Benny, you've had giants. You've been faced with giants. There's nobody, there's nobody in here that hasn't had a giant in their land that didn't need taken out. And I'm going to tell you, see, God has given you great weapons. He's given you weapons to defeat the giant. And I'm going to tell you that it all begins at the very peace of you trusting God. Lean not on your own understanding, but trust God. Trust God. Believe and trust God. You know, God's path is clear. God's path is clear. Your destiny, your destiny is not filled with stumbling blocks. He makes the path straight. Your destiny is clear. It's not full of stumbling blocks. When you come upon a stumbling block or you come upon something that might that might be there, you know what? You continue to trust God. Because listen, one stumbling block can take you out for a while. It can. You know, there are people that I pray for now that I, I that I've seen one stumbling block, one one something thrown at them. And then they back away. They shrink back and they're like, I, I, I just don't know how to do this. I don't know how to I don't know how to serve God anymore. I don't, you know, I started, you know, and people will say that, well, I started going to church. I went for two or three weeks and all this stuff, my car broke down, you know, uh, my alimony was due, you know, and you know, all these things started happening when I started going to church. And I'm going to tell you that that you know, you've got to develop a patterns in your life where you can begin to trust God. Trust what his word says. You trust what His Word says. Above all else, you trust God. And I know I've repeated that a hundred times, but I, I want to get that into your spirit today. I want to get. I want you to get because you know what? Above above anything else that can happen, if you trust God, I'm going to tell you, you have an eternity in heaven. You have you have you have a place with God. Psalm sixteen eleven. It says, "You will make me happy at your right hand. You you make known to me the path of life. The path of life." You will fill me with joy in your presence. With eternal pleasures at your right hand. Man, he's there. He won't leave you. He won't forsake you. He won't leave you. He won't forsake you. And as we move through this month, I'm going to tell you, trust God. Lean not on your own understanding. Get understanding. Though. Don't, don't, don't be dumb. Don't be ignorant. It's like, it's like what Paul said, you know, don't be ignorant of spiritual things. Or spiritual don't be ignorant. Don't, don't, you know, you don't have to, you know, bury yourself in a cave and, and come out six eight more weeks from now. You don't have to do that. Don't be ignorant. Don't don't be ridiculous. 
Do what God listen to what God is telling you. You know, I told all of our leaders, you know, even, even three or four weeks ago, two weeks ago, you've got to hear from God. Our senior pastor said the same thing to the pastors. You've got to hear from God. You know, I'm thankful we have voices that will speak into us. Praise God. But I'm thankful that we have men of God that say, you need to hear from God in this hour. What's God speaking to you? What's God asking you to do? What's, what, what's God you know, putting in your spirit right now? And I believe that if people will open up and they'll, they'll be attentive to what the Lord is speaking, they're going to get quick answers. I mean, you know what? Because the Holy Spirit's here. The Holy Spirit is still. You know, if, if, and I want to close with this today. If we will move, move to a place where we remove the distractions. We remove the distractions. And I'm going to tell you that even right now, that waiting could be a distraction. You hear that? Waiting could be a distraction. Because when you do nothing, guess what happens? Nothing. I'm just going to wait this thing out. I'm not going to tell my neighbor about Jesus. I'm, I'm I'm not going to tell. I'm just going to wait this out. It's on the church. It's not on me. And this, this is where it gets real. I've got it's the pastor's job. If there's ever a time or an hour that you that you that you can hear, put your faith, put your trust in God, it's right now. It's not it's not just the pastor's job. It's not just the church's job. It's every believer's job to trust God and to share this good news, to share this word, to share this Bible. And I'm going to tell you, it's a responsibility. You know, that's why I say, you know, make sure your families are safe. You know, every, every Hawaiian family here, you know, I know they've called home, they pray, and I'm, I hope we have people from Hawaii that are watching. You can account for this because you're somebody that got saved through them. But they've gathered people in living rooms. They've had Holy Ghost meetings right from their phones and prayed for people, and people got saved, people got healed, people got baptized in the Holy Ghost. Amen. And see, you know, that's the thing. The power of God, it can go out now. In, in, in other means. It still goes out as the body of Christ. But don't, don't, don't get lazy. Don't become a lazy Christian. Oh, I can't. I'm going to watch church today in my pajamas. No, and I, you know, that's great right now. Yeah. But don't let that be a condition of, of, of your future. Because tomorrow, guess what you're going to do? You're going to stay in your pajamas. Well, I can work from home. I'm going to stay in my pajamas. About five, six days after you roll through. You're gonna you you're gonna have a job ahead. You're gonna need a hair. You're gonna you're gonna look a mess, and you're gonna think this is a good this is a good way of life. God wants you to be around people so people can hear the gospel. Do you understand that? God wants you to be. God did not call the church not to to, to, to assemble together and be together. So, but understand this: we can still be together. We can still be the body of Christ. You can still be a Christian. You know, when, when God said, you know, love the Lord God with all your heart and love your neighbor as you love yourself, then go love your neighbor. Amen? Amen. Love your neighbor. Your neighbor may need food. Yeah. Give them food. They may need prayer. Give them prayer. And it, it, you hear what I'm saying? Trust God. Trust God. And listen, if you if you lack wisdom, pray. If you lack wisdom in an area, Pray. But trust God. 
You know, I'm going to close. Even as, even as today, as I talked about at the very beginning. You know, the command given to Joshua, it was a command. Anywhere your foot shall tread, I have given you the land. Anywhere your foot shall tread, I have given you, that land, given you the land. Be bold and be courageous. I might preach that tonight. Be bold and be courageous. Be bold and be courageous. Because, see, you know, Joshua was, he was one of twelve. Two, well, two of twelve. Joshua and Caleb. I mean, you know, was it supernatural faith? No, it was faith in God because they believed God and they trusted God. You understand that there's something in you that if you will trust God, man, He'll take you to another place. He'll take you to a place where you can put your foot on the ground and say, anywhere that my foot shall tread, I have, I, God's given me this ground. God's given me this ground. God's given me dominion over sickness. Amen. He's given the believers dominion over sickness. He's given every believer authority. You know why? Because He gives you the name of Jesus. Hear me. He's given you the name of Jesus. The name that is above every name, just like we sang today. Praise God. Praise God.